Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Hello and welcome to the Ask the Industry podcast, episode 13. For those of you new to the show, this is the podcast where I interview the most influential people from the worlds of stand-up, comedy, writing, radio, TV, and today, design. This is the last one in our design series for now, and it's with Sean Brightman. Sean is a comedian, a comedy promoter, and a designer. For the last five years, six years, he's been designing the Fringe programmes for uh, both PBH and now Freestable, and knows better than anyone what makes a good listing in the program. He has read all of your bios, he's looked at all of your imagery, and he has done the layout and the structure, and also is involved in the advertising side of those big sort of quarter page things that you see in the fringe. So who better to tell us, just as the deadline is round the corner, what we should have in our listing. It's a short episode, it's more of an in-between episode, it's about 30 to 40 minutes of a chat with him. I should quickly explain that we had to do it over Skype, which means the audio quality is not as good as it normally is, but it's definitely workable. If this is your first podcast you're listening to from me, it's, it's usually a lot better than this. I'm sorry about the low quality, we couldn't get in the same room together, and because the Fringe deadline for the program is about two and a half weeks away when I'm making this. I just wanted to get it out the door and I wanted to give you guys some useful content because we're all panicking and we're all sort of wondering what what will make someone come to see my show? What will make what will grab someone's attention in the image that will make them stop for a second as they are browsing the other twenty thousand shows, read my title, read my carefully sculpted bio and then hopefully take time out of their lives to come and listen to my jokes or performance of any kind i i'm aware they're not just comedians listening to this sean goes into quite a lot of detail in what he believes is the fundamental stuff you should have in a brochure in a brochure listing he also discusses the advertising side of it whether it's worth it whether it's not and he has kindly said if you listen to this which you are and you want his design work you can commission him and say you heard about him through my podcast and he will give you 10% off his normal rates. We go into his rates a little bit in the podcast, but it's a bit of a fluid thing with him. So uh, best get in contact with him at seanbrightmandesigns.com. The links are all in the show notes. My photographer, Bella Noel, who has done my headshots this year, as well as my design, has kindly offered for 
the first 10 people who get in contact and commission her 30% off her normal rates for an Edinburgh Fringe special for headshots only uh, and 20% off for everyone else after that and also she does designs, um, posters and things so if you wanted it all from one person you can and when we talk about with Sean the merits of using a photographer and uh, designer of the same person, uh, sort of a continuation of a theme that we started with Adil Sukhan a few episodes earlier. I'm not going to talk too much longer because I want this to be a quite a short episode. Basically, if you like it, share it with a friend. It would be really useful for anyone doing any Fringe show. Yes, this one is predominantly focused at the Edinburgh Fringe, but I feel like a lot of the stuff is transferable. I'm going to the Brighton Fringe. I'm going to be using a lot of the stuff he talked about for my listing there. So if you are doing any Fringe festival, or you have any friends doing a Fringe festival, or you have any inkling in the future of doing a Fringe festival, listen to this, share it with a friend who might be a performer or just someone who's interested in design. If you really like it, please give it a rating on iTunes. And if you really love this and you want to keep me going, please give me a donation through the PayPal button on the right-hand side of the website. So now, without any further delay, this is Sean. I'm the design and, um, I would say, kind of creative director um, behind the Freestable brand. Um, And the... This year and last year, we've uh, there was a sponsor on board, uh, which was Le Favorita delivered, and so it, for first of all, it was a case of um, basically designing the logo and how the um, it was going to look, um, and then taking that across to uh, every facet of the the um, the, the festival for first of all. So it would be directional signage, posters. Um, the way templates for comedians, so to make it easier and, and make everything look cons- as consistent as professional as possible, um, I developed um, some basic uh, posters, flyer templates, uh, some basic brand guidelines, and uh, a website design, uh, or just right across the board, everything that was, uh, and, and everything obviously had to be done very tight deadlines, very tight budgets, um, in fact, no budget. Um, <laughs> Uh, just to try to, and, and just to try and make uh, um, everything look really good, everything um, be as consistent as possible. It's very similar for the Free Fringe. The Free Fringe works on the basis of uh, volunteers. So I uh, volunteered myself about sort of six or seven years ago, and I think I did design six of their five or six of their brochures. I think it's five actually. And so every year it would be a case of designing a, a brochure that grew and grew and grew, um, which uh, designed, if, at first I'd, I'd sort of come up with a cover concept and get that over for, uh, for Peter to sign off, and he would uh, usually um, be very good about signing it off without any amends and like, like what I did. And then it would, and then I, uh, you, you just basically wait until the um, everything's kind of confirmed and then you get a, a big spreadsheet of every single act in, in, in the running order. And, and you, you ask over and over and over again for acts to send you their little square pictures and you make a brochure, um, which is awesome fun. Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's hellish. <laughs> and it means a lot of late nights and early mornings because you should, because it's a voluntary thing and you're not getting paid, you're, you're doing it around 
uh, your day job or your work or and trying to write a show and all the rest of it. So so I usually spend my my where every, every other comedian is working on their show for six months before. Uh, I usually uh, late at night till sort of two in the morning every night designing a brochure and then trying to fit in um, writing on on journeys and little you know little places like that to try and do a show. So um, yeah, that's basically that's basically what I've done in terms of the. Uh, in terms of PBH and Treesaw over the last few years. Each show gets a very small image yeah. that we get a, a, for free. I mean, in with the, well, not for free. With your payment to the brochure, you get that, that sort of listing and you get a very small image. That's right, yeah. What advice could you give people to make the most of something such, like the, such a small commodity that they've got to play with? Um, firstly, I would say, if, for the most part, uh, especially new com- newer comedians um, and, and invariably people that do the, the fringe uh, to make the most of your brochure image the, the little square image you get with the, the, the words I personally would use um, your face on it that's the, the thing that really sells you um, and a lot of people often make the mistake of just putting in something different like um, a, a random shot of a, a teddy bear or, or something about you know that, that might be slightly relevant to their show it might try be trying to be a little irreverent don't do that try, just um, be, use uh, if in doubt use a shot of you basically that that's what sells uh, your show that's uh, because there's such a there's such a lot of um, uh, images that you see in the brochure and there's uh, and there's a, such a there's such a lot of shows to go through Having having something that just catches catches people's eyes is very very difficult. Uh, if you've got a good good shot of yourself, and then you're and then you let the words do the talking, um, that's that's the way I would recommend doing it usually. And I've tried everything, so it's kind of um, that's that would be my advice. In terms of the wording, we we've got a limited number of words, obviously because there's limited number of space in each um, listing. Yeah. What is because obviously you can't do much with that you can't really like do line breaks or or try and align it differently because obviously that's hell on your end Mm. yeah it's i mean it's got yeah because as a designer you're you're, you've got to flow in a lot of time you know you for for pbh it was in the region of uh gosh how many shows a lot like hundreds of shows i mean and and so you're, you're going through the process of having to uh, make sure you're, you're lining up the text. You, you're correcting people's text. Some people are writing, uh, are trying to write War and Peace. Some people are trying to write, um, uh, should, trying to cheat the system by just using ridiculously long words. Um, and also, you know, you get all sorts of things that you that you have to try and uh, design around. Uh, in terms of, in terms of, um, I mean, the, the important thing is you've got small. Uh, amount of space to sell your show so the best thing to do is is to give people a synopsis of, of what it's about um, and not try and, 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 and that's the only way you're going to get people to, interested in, in coming I think if you start to try and be a bit to uh, put you put some humour in if you're a comedian make sure it's got some, make sure it's got some jokes in there you know that that's the best I, I think the best way to sell a show You'll catch people that if you make them laugh. Um, if you're if you're in a theatre uh, group or you're you're doing a theatrical show, it's a little bit different. 
and I think that that applies obviously to the image as well. That if, you know, if it's a comedy club or if it's a theatre show, you you would want to put an image maybe that uh, is a is a logo or icon for for the the show that you're producing. But the um, yeah, in terms of words, just keep it short. If you're a comedian, make it make it as funny and snappy as you can, and, and give people just a slight synopsis about the show. If the show's about love, say this, this show is about love. You know that's. That's it, for me. A lot of... Uh, we, we've been having an ongoing conversation in the podcast with different guests about yeah. um, the value of being listed in the programme because some people think it's quite an expensive investment when you could buy more flyers or you could, you know, put the money into a, a stunt or something. What do you feel about that? Are you, are you talking about the main brochure, like the main fringe brochure, or are you, are you talking about this, the specific... Um, Mini festival brochures, for example, the uh, the, the PPH brochure and the, the free civil brochure. I'm actually talking about two things there. Sorry, I'm talking yeah. I'm talking about um, the listing in the main brochure. Yeah. But also the promo- you know, like the 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 bigger side adverts you get in the smaller brochures. Yeah. Um. I per- personally, I think if you are um, taking show to the fringe and you want to be taken seriously. Um, I you, you like you want to get reviewers in, you want to push what you're, you're doing. Uh, it's it's a it's a very good idea to have it in the main brochure. Um, I think although it, although it is a cat- catalogue of many 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 shows, the f- if you're not in there, um, you're. I think you're you've got less chance of getting people to come uh, come and review the show. Uh, I, I think you've got less chance. You, you get a lot of support from the the, um, the fringe people by being in the brochure, and there's a lot of um, extra things that you can um, kind of hook onto, uh, courses and, and talks and, and things like that by being a, an, an actual part of the fringe. So I think I, I think there is value in it. Uh, I, I it's, it's difficult to say. Like this year I, you know, was involved with putting in uh, some small adverts in, in the fringe brochure did it make people come and see my show I don't think so um, I think unless you're taking a half page or a big you know a, a, a fair sized advert in it which is going to cost you thousands I'm not sure it's going to really make much of a difference saying that if you can afford to do that you're, you're going to have a lot of people potentially seeing your, your um, design or your face uh, and, and info about your show because it, it, it obviously gets well distributed before the fringe um, all over the country and then during the fringe it's it's everywhere the brochure so you know I, I think that it, it, it's worth it for that okay um, in terms of paying for uh, in terms of using that money instead for, for flyers uh, and flyering and sending, and sending you, you can try it uh, I don't know I think it's, this, this is something that uh, People need to try and experiment with on you know in a few years in a row and see what happens. I think you've it, it's Edinburgh's a like and trying to do Edinburgh in uh, <laughs> in quote marks. You're trying to you've you've got to do everything. That's the thing. You've got to do all these little things uh, from sending out your press releases at the right time to doing you know the putting it in the brochure to getting your flyers done at the right time, making sure they look good, getting posters done and stuck up all around the city, putting adverts on website, you know, every you've got to, to, to get the noticed, you've 
you've got to do all those things and uh, do a little rain dance at the right time. You know, you've got to do everything. The, the, and it's all part of, it's like a, uh, it's, it's like a completely weird, holistic approach to, to marketing yourself, um, which is why PR people and um, make a lot of money, uh, as well as plenty of snake oil salesmen, I'm sure. You do a lot of fringe designs for flyers and posters as well. That's correct. I do a lot of uh, designs for flyers and posters for people's Edinburgh shows. Um, which is obviously some of your bread and butter. That's that's paid work. I should say that. That's not you volunteering yeah. for people. It, it, <laughs> I'm very blessed in that um, through, mainly through word of mouth, um, I people uh, approach me and um, want me to do their, their flyer and poster designs, which is, which is really lovely. Um, in terms of it being a bread and butter thing, the, the the, let's not let's not forget. I mean, in Edinburgh shows um, there's lots of very skinned comedians going up there, and <laughs> people that don't have much money. So it's not something that is like um, uh, that, that makes me a lot of money. The reason I love doing it is because it, it's the, the fun projects tend to be there. Like doing someone's show flyer is a lot more fun than doing retail brand design for XXX brand um, which is the sort of work that I've been used to doing for years and years and years so that's kind of how I, I fell into it it's a lot more fun doing your Edinburgh show flyer and poster uh, and seeing that up and seeing the difference it makes to somebody and how happy they are with it than just sit, you know doing doing like I say some something for a huge brand and, and just getting this you know nonchalant response and, and, and a load of amends <laughs> So that's that's why I really do it, and that's why I love doing it um, because because of that. Yes, it makes a few quid here and there, but it's secondary to actually the, the, the fun of doing the of the process and working with somebody and, and doing something interesting. And I'll and I'll actively seek out those projects more and more, especially if it's um, f for not much money, because I, I think it's for me creatively, it's a lot more fun to, to, to be picking out those kind of projects. So yeah, if you've got an interesting project. Bring it this way. In terms of flyers, then, how if you if you don't mind saying, how much does an average flyer slash poster cost for a comedian to get you to make? To get me to um, it, well, it all depends how um, difficult it is, I guess. <laughs> like how like how labour intensive it is, because obviously, if it's something that it requires a huge amount of illustration work and or a huge amount of photoshopping work and it's going to take me two weeks and you know lots of then then obviously that's going to be a higher price than uh, somebody that comes with uh, their photograph and, and uh, an interesting title and, and you know needs a background and, and that kind of stuff so there's there's like a big kind of difference between the two like I, I, I had um, invariably for, for Edinburgh acts if it's the, the, the most amount of money I, I've kind of charged would be around £300. And that's kind of like, uh, usually for a normal, that's like a normal day's work, working in an, an agency. But for that, that would, that would often be like two or three days' worth of work for a, for a, a comedian on a comedian's flyer. Um, because I, I think any more than that, people struggle to afford it. You know, that's not to say that if you know huge, huge name acts that that, that are filling stadiums, you know, I happily charge them more. But um, for the most part, it's around 120 or 80 pounds, depending on um, 
it, it, you know, depending on how much um, work's involved. Uh, and, and for that, usually it, I will set them up with the, 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 the square show image that they need for the festival brochures, um, uh, an A6 double-sided fly design and poster design that then they can get printed wherever they like. The, the hard and fast, I mean, there's no, basically there's no hard and fast rule, so the idea would be that I have a form that I get people to fill in, uh, which I'll be putting online this year. Um, they send me that, they send me the, uh, their images and, and obviously all the text in, in the form. Uh, I'll then come back to them with a, with a, a quote, uh, and then if they're happy, then we go ahead from there. That's, that's the way it works. Um, so you take massively into account what level of comedians at and whether they're doing the free and paid fringe? No, no, I don't. Uh, because no, there's no way I would do that. Because the the often the people that are doing the paid fringe are worse off than the free fringe. Uh, people that are doing the free fringe. Um, I, uh, I so I don't take that into account. It's more about how much work is involved with putting uh, putting a design together or a concept, or because it, it might be that somebody needs they want to do a whole campaign and they're going to need four different poster designs and uh, fly design that's set different from the posters and they might need advertising done and they might need so so you, obviously you're going to just going to take a lot longer to produce a campaign and come up with ideas and things like that than if you if you're just doing one flyer for someone because they don't need a poster uh, it, it, there's a huge gulf there so you, you've, you, the idea is you, it's, all, it's all based on you scope out what somebody needs and then you you can sort of give an estimate based around that and go from there. So it's ne it's never done on the basis of who somebody is, um, or in terms of how, like that. Uh, um, for me, that that doesn't really it doesn't really work so well. I I, I always kind of charge um, my fees based around the the, the work involved, um, and and basically. If if, I, if there's a if there's a particular project that's going to be um, really interesting creatively and different, then then you know sometimes I've, I've been known to even do something for free for people. Um, but it's all dependent on you know on, on what it is. So it's basically uh, what I would advise people to do is get in touch, uh, and then we go from there. That's the that's the usual usual way of doing it. Get in touch, give me your ideas of what you need, and then I can come back to you and. Um, you should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At what stage should someone um, come and talk to you? Because often you register the show before the show is finished. Yeah. And as a result, you might come to you and say, oh, the show is about dogs and frisbees. And then by the time you get to the fringe, the show is actually about kangaroos and bandanas. Yeah, I, I think as early as possible, really. Um, because as, as, a, as a creative and as, and as, as somebody that is a performer and a, and a comedian, too, of sorts, uh, I think it's a good idea to often get somebody else's opinion. Um, in any case, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? You know, show up, show idea, show title, that, and and then because I think the, the way I look at it as well with posters and flyers and stuff for Edinburgh, it's kind of like coming up with a. You come up with, you say it's like your your album or your if you're a musician or you know you're you're writing songs when when you when you come up, you want to put a good album cover on it. You want to come put a good uh, to, to make you know you want to make sure your message gets out there. And I think um, a, a designer can help you with that. Um, it, 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 a good case in point for me was uh, I, I've spent a, a good few years designing the um, designing Edinburgh things for um, Amanda Man for Rob Roderick, and he's great to work with. Um, really, really great to work with, and a lot of funny. And he's got very clear ideas about what he wants to start with, um, but often. I would sort of say, well, if you, what you should try and do is involve me earlier on, and then we can come up with an idea, and maybe then you can you could get your photographs shot to that idea rather than having your photograph shot and then going, well, this is kind of what I like, and you make a poster because it might be that you come up with something um, completely different based around, you know, you, you you might dress a certain way because your po- whole poster concept is. is and then he, t- he kind of took that on board, and, and um, the last couple of years he's done um, very, very different uh, posters and, and promotional stuff based on that idea. Like the, this year's one was to do with, well, two years ago it was called Moon Rock Boombox, and it, it was it was all you know space suit, uh, very um, uh, never, uh, the, the Michael Jackson kind of don't blame me on the boogie kind of look and feel to it almost. And, and then this year was based in they had like a very hotel kind of hotel reception kind of feel and, it, and the whole image was shot around the, that concept so the earlier you can involve someone I think often you know that that, that will play to your advantage Say someone had a, had a show and they don't know what they want from a flyer but they know they need one Yeah. do you offer that facility that someone can come to you and say this is the show can you make me this fly? This is it. Yeah absolutely um I mean, that's my job is to try and make people uh, look good and their show look good. And the idea is to try and make, um, there's no guarantees, but to, to, to give them as good a start as possible in terms of helping to, pro- helping to promote the show. Um, and I think my, my advice is, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier on, is if, if in doubt, make sure you've got some really good headshots if you haven't got a concept in mind. And you 
use those he- you use those headshots. But you know, you use your the, the, some really nice photography of you. So find a, a, a good photographer um, and and get some really good sh- shots done because you can fall back and use those as your show poster. And then it's a case of well, you know you get a good designer to put some nice typography on it and the words and everything and it, and you know some kooky little bits and pieces and and it, and it, it can become something that really works for you. So that would be, if, if in doubt, make sure you've got some good headshots in your pocket, ready to use. Because there's, there's a bit of a debate going on in terms of whether you should use a picture of yourself and your poster, or whether it's better to go with like an illustration or a design. I know I've, this year I've decided I'm going to have myself on my poster, because a lot of people say that's beneficial. You've just said headshots are great to have. Yeah, I think more because if you like, you might have a concept where your where the the design is going to require illustration. You might have a concept like the Beth Fizes uh, poster this year um, was it, it, she she had it, it, illustration, but and it, and it really played to her um, what she was doing. You know, and the same with Ali, Ali Bryce's poster that he did for had this year for Eric Mead. Um, the um, you know. The, None of these are mine, um, but the but using illustration is is a powerful thing. You can use it with photography. There's no reason you, you have to opt for one or the other. So I think it's kind of like you, you need to um, the best kind of poster is the one that, that you know is you're gonna you're gonna find creatively the thing that works. There are there are occasions where people just have an illustration. But uh, I think if, if you're a, fa- a fairly unknown comedian, the best thing to do is at least have that illustration looking like you. If you're doing, you know, if you if you if, you've, if it's your show and you've got, you know, an illustration of a rubber duck on the front, and it's got really not a lot of relevance to your, you know, to to you, no one knows who what you look like. So you you get a fly given a flyer of a rubber duck, and it's. You know Simon's show, da, da, and and it, and it says nothing about you as a comedian, or, or people can't recognise who you are. They, I, don't, I think, I don't think that helps to sell your show. So I think you, you've got to, you've, you've always got to bear in mind, especially as, as, as somebody that's not known. Like if if it's you know Stuart Lee's show or someone that's got a real a big following already, yeah, you can stick a rubber duck on the front, people can go and see a show because. Pretty much everyone knows what he looks like, so you, you've got that fame and infamy already. Where if, if it's um, you know myself or yourself or somebody that's that's n- not a known face, then you you've got to put yourself about that. That's if and whether that's for illustration and but make it look like you. If it, if it's through photography or it's through a, a mixed mixed media, yeah, great. But it's still got to look like you. I think that's the that's because that's what you're promoting. And when you're designing a flyer or a or a poster, yeah. where does where which bit of it is the part that pe- catches people's eye? What's the what's because obviously posters are you know we're, when we're there for a month, posters just blend in and become scenery. It's really um, right. Okay, so let, I'll, I'll phrase the question. So it's um, so when when you're uh, design a poster or flyer for a Simon's Edinburgh show um, uh, you want it to try and catch people's eyes uh, there is thousands and thousands and thousands of flyers and posters as, as we all know in Edinburgh um, you're 
inundated with them everywhere you go. You're they're pushed into your hands everywhere you walk, um, and it, 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 you just get an absolute overload. Um, I think the, the the way to get noticed and the way to get your image noticed is by having a clever idea or clever concept, um, and then trying to get it in as many places as possible. Um, I mean, one thing we we haven't really talked about here yet, but is very effective um, is using poster sites around Edinburgh. But it, but again, it's got to be kind of like the right ones, and it involves a lot of investment to do it. Uh, one of the best poster campaigns I've seen in the last couple of years was last year with uh, Paco Earhart, the uh, uh, German comedian, who um, had a very very good show. Um, and he knows how to promote himself to back it up. And he did, I think he had like four or five different posters. And the concept was that he was, and the show title was The Worst German Ever, so he wasn't very good at what he does. And one of the posters, all the posters looked consistent in terms of design. I'm not saying they were the best design posters in the world, but the concept was brilliant. And the concept was him, um, it, there was one that didn't even have him in the shot. He just, you just saw his feet walking into the shot because he was late for the photo shoot. Um, and each one had a post-it note on it, so would, which would say, um, you know, late, late for photo shoot, or one, you know, have, pick on pick the, the key idea that he was that he was showing to, to push him as the worst German ever. Uh, and, but he he had like a, a, a kind of big, not billboard, but like a big um, uh, like banner posters up, and he, he obviously spent quite a lot of money promoting the show, and it didn't mean that he got full houses. I don't think he made money doing it, but at least he performed to full houses. You know that, and that's what why he did that. Um, and you could you could say that his promotion was very very successful. Other comedian, another good example of this is another German comedian, uh, Christian Schulterlo, who a couple of years ago um, did a show called The Fifty Foot German because he's very tall, and he had a sh- he had a show which was in on a nightclub in um, on Calgate, and he did um, he had. Uh, big banner posters uh, done, like a big banner done with the design of his, his flyer poster on. He did a, his flyer was um, instead of it being A5 or A4, it was half the size. It was like A5 cut in half long ways, so it was it was half the thin kind of thing. I'm not explaining it very well. It, it was taller than your average flyer, basically. So uh, which meant that it, it stood out from all the other flyers that there were. Um, and then he used the banner outside, right outside the venue, and then he had a couple of pull-up banners that he would put up an hour before showtime outside the venue as well. So you can do things to get yourself noticed that don't necessarily cost you lots and lots of money. There's two different examples there. There's one German comedian that's, that spent a lot of money on advertising, uh, but, but his concept was really, really clever. Uh, there's another uh, German comedian whose concept was really clever uh, as well, uh, and used but used his money more effectively in terms of um, placing banners and stuff, but not in the usual kind of way. So you can do it, you can go either way, but I think the, the you know, a huge image somewhere is going gonna, is gonna to be beneficial. It's getting you noticed, that's the thing. Two last questions for you. First one is, for those ideas, obviously they might have come up with them themselves, a lot of comedians can't afford uh, PR, or um, expensive ad companies to help them out. Yeah. Are there any services or people? I mean, you might be yourself, um, who you who offer cheaper options for maybe like one-off consultations or 
age. I think you're, you, as, as, as a comedian, you'll often get, um, you'll know as much about this as I do. So finding people um, in terms of, you know, PR people or GPR people, that, that's the, um, it's, it's never an easy thing. And then there's lots of people that are willing to take your money and not do, not do a great amount of work, I guess. Um, there are, Paco this year used um, people per hour and found a really, really, really brilliant person that wanted to help and, and, and was very keen to, to get involved and learn and try, you know, that. So, so I think that was, you, you can use, like, use things like that, like, like people per hour, I think, is a good place to start to find people that aren't necessarily as experienced but are willing to put in the time and effort to help you. Um, because it's very difficult doing it all yourself. Um, but I, I haven't tried that out as an option myself, so I'm not saying go and do it. Um, but it, it might be it might be a, a, a good place to start, you know. And last question: If you could give comedians or performers in general, because we don't just have comedians listening to this, I, I've got a few actors and and uh, spoken word people who've messaged me about it. So if you could give a group of performers one bit of advice in terms of design yeah what would that be okay if i could give uh, comedians and performers one piece of advice uh, in terms of uh, design and their uh, and creating their uh, posters or posts and flies for anything any show they're doing uh, don't do it themselves in word hire <laughs> a decent designer that's that's it hire, hire someone that knows what they're doing that has, that has um, invested the, the time, energy and effort in learning their craft, because it's a craft that takes a long time to, to learn and master, and listen to them and, and hire their services. Um, I'm not saying that because I want you to hire me, uh, comedian person out there listening in, but uh, I'm, I'm, I want what's best for you, and designing your poster in Word and expecting that to, to get you a big audience in or expecting it to get in is just uh, not, not the way forward. If you, if you want to look um, good at what you do and, and work, work with good people, I think that's the thing, and uh, work in a collaborative way and, and um, you'll see the benefits of it, I think. That's it. Do you have any book recommendations for people, like just to get the ideas, juices flowing? In terms a, a, of around designing posters and flyers? Uh, I've got a whole shelf full of books. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't make, recommend uh, one or two. I'll tell you what, in, instead of me um, recommending uh, some off the top of my head, um, why don't I ping you over a couple and then you can stick them uh, somewhere as a link next to the podcast. Yeah, that'd so, be great. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, because it, like I, I could go down and pick you out ten books, but it's it's it's, it's what's relevant and what's what um, is useful to me as a designer, and what's useful. I need to think around what's useful for uh, for, for somebody that, that might not necessarily be um, uh, like you know doesn't use the information in the same way. Um, but the the key thing I think is look around. Don't don't I don't think you necessarily have to look at uh, have any particular book recommendation. Um, there's lots of information in terms of um, and books in terms of Edinburgh, doing Edinburgh and producing shows and what you need to do. Um, there are but look around, look at posters, look at um, go to 
museums, look at art, look at different things and get inspired. Um, it's always good if you've got a clear idea in your head, uh, to get, find, find the reference and, and that, that will help sort of inform your opinion and, and inform the, the person that's designing your, your uh, promotional stuff for you. So yeah, look, look everywhere for inspiration. That don't you know one book isn't really going to do it, but I will have a think and pick one out for you. Well, it was it was more uh, as just stuff that because I, I really love design, but I'm just not any good at doing it. So I yeah. thought it might be cool to read something that explains, you know, where where things should be positioned, where things should be placed. So I've got more information to bring to you, for example, if I was going to use you for my posters. Yeah. Or, or does that not matter when someone comes to you? Um, it doesn't necessarily. Uh, matter so much when people, like in terms of when people come to me, um, I, I think it's more, uh, you, you know, you might come to me and go, oh, I've got absolutely no idea why I want, um, this is the show title, um, here, here are some words I've drafted, can you come up with some ideas or come up with an idea, great, um, you might come to me with a very specific, like, I, I love this poster by, or I love this album cover by um, Beck. Uh, I'd really like it to to look a bit like that, or or, or have a nod towards it. You know, it, it, there's you know there's all sorts of ways ways to do it. And if, if like you say you love design, then you're you're probably sort of got a bit of an eye for it, and you're looking around for um, you know things anyway. But I, I think the, the you could look, it's a really good idea to look at like there's there's lots of books on the history of graphic design and stuff like that. There's books on gig posters. Um, there's books on um, there's, there's quite a good one from a few years ago called New Masters of Poster Design, um, but like it dates very quickly. Um, in design uh, often does, so you, you might have a book from four or five years ago, um, or a little bit older, and, and, and you look for it and going, oh well, there's not really a lot that you know. It's like anything. There's design trends that come and go, and there's all sorts of you know all sorts of things to to sort of bear in mind when um, when. Post, you, you know, posters and flyers are being put together. So I think it's a case of looking every, just looking everywhere. And, and if you if you have got a keen interest, then uh, find uh, you know use use a scrapbook or Evernote or something like that, and just record things you like, because that that helps to inform your opinion. And, and, and certainly going into uh, briefing somebody, it, it will help you um, if if you've got more of an idea of what you want. But yeah, any one book, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of books. So you go, go into Waterstones and look in their design section and, and, and pick out something you like. But I, I, it's very dangerous for me to give someone a recommendation off the, off the top of my head, I think. It's fair enough. It's fair enough. Well, but if you're going to look at something, find someone like Saul Bass. That's what I'd say. Like a, a classic sort of. He's created many of the best film posters um, and, and, and title sequences. So, you know, that's a good place to start. Cool. Well, thank you very much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. That was Sean Brightman. I'm sure you got a lot out of that. I did. Uh, I'm really grateful for his time. Again, sorry about the audio quality. It was recorded over Skype. I can't really do much about it, but the content's there and I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember that uh, if you want someone to design your poster and you're a little bit behind on getting someone commissioned for that, Sean is available. And if you mention the podcast, then you get 10% off his rates. If you need a photographer for headshots, as Sean said, he's not a photographer. So Bella Noel, I'd highly recommend her. She's amazingly professional and did all my headshots this year. 
and her rates are really competitive. So she's offering 30% off for the first 10 people and then 20% off all the people after that as like an Edinburgh special. I should say I don't get a commission or a cut of either of these people. They've just helped me out, so I'm helping them out. Full disclosure on any of that. The next episode will be with Kate Copstick. If you enjoyed this one and you got something out of it or you think someone else might get something out of it, please pass it on to anyone you know who are doing a Fringe Festival. Please uh, rate it in iTunes, that would really help out. Go to the website which is Simon Kane, that's S-I-M-O-N-C-A-I-N-E dot co dot UK forward slash ask the industry podcast, all one junk of words. And on the right hand side there's a PayPal button for you to send me 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds, whatever you want, whatever you think this is worth. Uh, If you want more content like this, there's a design series on the website. Uh, but you can also find the link in the show notes. I've got two other interviews, one with Idil Sukhan, who is an art director, who's just, honestly, that's one definitely to listen to if you're struggling for ideas and for motivation on coming up with how your poster could look. And Izzy Lawrence, if you're interested in more the practical side of it. And both of those are amazing as well. Honestly, I've learned so much and I'm not used to designing posters. So it's just definitely worth giving it a go if you've got some form if you if you're interested in more in promotion and you want to learn more give those a whirl thank you so much for listening thank you so much for sharing thank you so much for all your support see you next time bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.